2: Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifiers Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... so they're gonna go investigate what are you gonna be doing with this time Florence just kind of recovering and maybe doing some more research
3: yeah
0: I mean she sits down like she's going to bed before everyone leaves and then once everyone's out she just throws the blanket off and uh, gets suited up in her PPE and goes into her, her mini lab uh, and starts looking at that sample she, she uh, recovered sure
2: alright cool yeah she's doing more work on that alright so yeah that that's how we split that one up alright cool so Three of you will drive off. You find the place pretty easily. Yeah. So it's well the way this place basically works. You have the housing development, and then you have this big kind of city park that it looks out across. And you're not 100 sure where the camp used to be, but there's kind of this lip, and it's not like a small lip, but basically you have the housing development, almost like a ledge that goes around the entirety of this thing. I'm not saying it's like 20 feet wide. It's it's big. Like you could drive several cars onto it pretty easily. And then that kind of drops off by a 20, 30 foot drop. And then there's the rest of the park kind of thing. So you got kind of like a three tier thing going on. And the views from the housing till are probably great. If you're on that side of the thing, you're looking out across the park. It's quite nice, but you definitely have enough space kind of on this secondary level for a variety of things to happen. Like you could put it's it's definitely large enough. You could put like maybe a stage for a small, a small maybe even a, like a medium sized stage.
1: Okay.
4: So it's almost like a. So it's like a Paris, nearly. Okay.
2: Uh, I'm not describing um, it well. Think of it like kind of like three concentric horseshoes, almost, where you have. Yeah, it's like it's like three layers to this kind of drop off, where you have the housing development, this kind of secondary level where the house where the kind of homeless camp probably was. I'm just like to be that hit now, and then you have the rest of the park, and they all kind of look out across each other.
4: Okay. Okay. So, with that being said, um, does it does is there only like one entrance to the pines?
2: Uh yeah, there might be another one, but there's at least only right now. There might be someday there'll but be another one. Right now, there's only one main entrance and exit to it. Oh, cool. And you keep calling it the pines;
4: it's not the pines. So, sorry about that. What is it? Yeah. It's the Peak Gated Community. The Peaks. The, pe- the Peak Gated yeah. Community. Oh, of the Peak. I don't know why I keep calling it the pines.
1: <laughs> cool
4: cool cool um i pull out my um is there on on the thing is there like saying like you uh is there a phone number on the sign as to like how to set up a server like,
2: yeah i stuff the advertising on the front of this thing yeah right on and i i'm not kind of conveying the scale well, this thing's big like it's not like just five or six houses it's like 40, 50 houses, probably, like, multiple cul-de-sacs and stuff like that inside of this thing. Like, it's a a whole thing.
4: Awesome. Awesome. I call the number. And I'm going to see if I can request a viewing for a house.
2: Oh, yeah. So, a a person picks up. uh, Hello? Elevated Realty?
4: Hi! uh, My name is Damien. I am Honestly, just a recent transplant here in Chicago. I'm moving from Los Angeles, and I was just trying to find something that's a little less urban. Um, by any chance, do you happen to have any models that are going to be available for me to view? I'm in a little bit of a time crunch, and I'm trying to uh, see whether or not this uh, or the peak is going to be something that is, uh, you know, uh, some, some a place that I can call home.
2: Well, welcome to Chicago, Mr. Damien. Um, it's uh, we have several other communities available too. If you're at all interested in those, uh, they're a little bit cheaper and, well, uh, there's a bit of a background and credit check that goes along with uh, moving into that particular neighborhood. There's kind of a aggressive HOA effort going on there. I- I'm sure you would pass. You're moving from Los Angeles to here, after all. Like financially, you'd probably be fine, but. I, we, we have been we it's part of our normal kind of warning that if, if we do find something objectionable in your past we will deny you kind of permission to apply
4: i mean unless you guys are anti veteran or anything else like that i wouldn't imagine any background that would require for me to. Uh, that would require a, de- a denial or anything else like yeah,
2: that here's some key presses well well mr damien um we can set something up uh would sometime next
4: month be uh, plausible? Well, sometime next month would mean that I would be already moved into some other, uh, into someplace else. I mean, I've been looking around this area and I've already gotten a couple applications and a couple um, approvals um, kind of elsewhere. I mean, like, unless, of course, you, unless, of course, I'd rather live up in the towers in Chicago or in the luxury apartments in Chicago. But here's the thing I'm not looking to be in this city in this city again. Is there any way that I can just kind of come by into the leasing office or at least talk to somebody in person? I mean, like, it's one of those things that uh, uh, this entire online thing and whatnot, I'm just not a little bit I'm just not super comfortable, you know, submitting just important documentation over the Internet.
2: Well, Mr. Damien, I, I, I can check our agents availability, but the reality is that we don't have a lot of units that are. Available for showing just yet. We could show you some kind of. We could show you the as-built, I suppose, if you're looking to move in immediately. But there is a uh, several-day waiting period if you want kind of a preliminary background check. We don't just show these buildings to anyone. A couple people have tried using it to get access to our very exclusive clientele.
4: Oh, this is one of those. Uh, this sounds like a neighborhood that's going to be a little bit more for a little bit up to my taste. So I'm not looking to. Um, I'm not looking to talk to anybody in the actual neighborhood i was just wondering whether or not that was something that i uh could just get a tour either through the uh, if i can just even see do you have any kind of like brochures or materials that we could see up in person or even just you can accompany me uh through the actual neighborhood or just like walk, a little walk around or anything else like that
2: All the base information you might need on the website, that's all easily downloadable, including several floor plans, if that's something that matters to you. Uh, If you go online, you cross the field a full application, we can put you in the process to view something. It will require a name and address and
4: enough information. We
2: can do a preliminary background check on you, though.
4: Oh, Of course, of course, of course. Uh, Yeah, so... If anything else, um, I am available later this afternoon. I'll go ahead and see if I can get some of that stuff submitted now. I'll need to get access to a scanner or anything else of the sort, but otherwise, uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. We do
2: hope to hear from you again, Mr. Damien. Done. I hang up. Any of you
4: know how to forge documents?
1: Uh, forging documents probably wasn't my forte, but. We've got a general layout and floor plans. I mean, that stuff's on their site. We at least have a general idea of what the layout is of the area.
4: True, true. I was wondering whether or not we can get access inside.
1: Well, we're sneaking in, so we're getting access inside, if that's what you mean.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. General floor floor plans. This should, should also be on Google Maps, should it not? Yeah. Cool. We can go ahead and just do that as well. Perfect. So the out and then the outsides of the area, um like the nearest thing the nearest encampment has been cleared
2: out. That's what everyone's saying. There's probably a couple people there, but it's been mostly it's by everyone's description, it's been abandoned.
4: By everyone's all right. It's been abandoned and this was the last time that buzzing was heard. We were wary about looking at Parkview at night because the buzzing was heard around that time. Yep. Okay. okay. Out of character, I'm a little bit of a wits end as to like how to tackle this situation now. You
2: can go check out the camp. Um, jumping the fence is totally a thing you can do. Like, just bum rushing the guard is definitely a thing you could do. You got options.
1: Yeah. Well, so what I wanted to do is actually while so we were there. I wanted to kind of just drive around the outside gate area and get an idea of, like, number of guards and kind of what the yeah. rounds might look like. If they it could have, be time like, for some
2: good old-fashioned surveillance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to plan on doing right now. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I want to go ahead and kind of just set up uh, discreetly, uh, you know, not too far away from... The view of the front guard area to see if they're kind of number of guards in the front. Uh, see kind of what the rotation is as far as if they have either multiple guards, if they have just the front guard who makes his rounds in the back as well, or you know on the campus as well, or if they get around through golf carts, or if they have actual like cars that they get they drive around in once they're inside the gate. Sure, because that's the kind of surveillance stuff I want to do. Given that I'm kind of surveying land and things like that, I'd like to kind of use my military science background for that. Sure,
2: yeah. I, I Just trying to find a spot to kind of set up shop and observe from.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: All right, cool. So you're doing that, uh, Francis and uh, Faustus. What are you doing? you gonna kind of do a lap around the property, see what you can see, or what's the plan?
4: Francis, I was thinking that while John was doing some surveillance, uh, we can head. Or we can head over to the. Uh, Park View encampment, or at least what's left of the Park View encampment, and kind of see what's going on, or see if there's any kind of uh, evidence of, I guess, an infestation.
3: Yeah, I mean, we, should, we should probably prepare a little better for that one. It might, you know, full of bugs.
4: Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, if you guys are heading out to check out anything that could potentially have any kind of
3: infestation, take some fire shit with you.
2: Maybe it's time for the green box.
3: Yeah, that'd be a good idea. We could do that while they're preparing.
1: Mm.
3: the plan is now
2: to have everyone go to the green box or is Florence still back at the hotel? Is she going to kind of meet up with you? Is the uh, Boxer going to kind of step through some light surveillance on the peak? Are we also going to kind of convene at the green box at this point now for the sake of everyone being there or what?
1: Yeah, I, I, I say let's head over to the green box and meet yeah. up there. Alright. Uh, right.
2: Yeah, sh- sure. Works for Next. me. Yeah, I guess get all that stuff handled and then we'll dive into actually doing this shit. Hell yeah. Everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ready. Alright, all right, cool. So, uh, the plan was that you were, you were going to do have kind of surveillance and then some kind of light snooping or hood of the green box. Sounds like the plan's not just for everyone to go to the green box.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think,
2: I think we're all going to, go to head to the green box. Alright, cool. And Florence, you're gonna meet up with them. You were back at the hotel room kind of convalescing after your near-fatal wounding with whatever the bug thing was.
0: Uh, yeah. She was thinking about doing some more some more tests on it, sure. but I think that for now, she'll head to the green box with them.
2: No, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Alright, so we're going to the green box. The address you have is for a typical green box storage facility. at uh, it's called Chicago's Finest Storage. Uh, your green box is one of the outside-facing ones. Uh, they have a bunch of indoor ones. They're smaller. This is ones that are kind of big enough that you could probably park. Maybe not a SUV-sized car in them, but like, if like a sedan or something. You could definitely pull directly up into one if you so chose. It's not a great one, but it's not a terrible one either. Uh, there's some security cameras around, but based on kind of uh, Foxtrot's background and surveillance, he notices that a bunch of them don't actually connect to anything. They're just fake security cameras. They just kind of there, yeah. So you look at the box easily enough. You got an address. You got a combo for it. You pop it open, and the inside of it's not inherently all that weird. It's a bunch of boxes, some kind of storage containers. But there is one wall that's kind of strange. So along one wall, there's a crack that runs down kind of the center of it, and someone has installed a kind of latch lock with an oversized lock on it, just kind of across the crack. You gotta start looking around or what?
3: Yeah, it looks like this uh looks like this green box might uh extend a little bit, pointing to the latch lock.
1: Interesting. Uh you guys armed?
3: Oh, never never without it. Alright. Got a shotgun in the trunk.
1: Well, if I'm going into any weird potential uh underground su- surprise boxes I'm not going in an arm, so I've got my side piece uh, I'm good to go. If you guys want to grab any weapon you need to grab now, do that, because we're not doing this quietly. Or at least we're not going in here in an arm. It's
2: just a normal storage box with a latch across to one wall. Much what you're reacting to. Like, you can't, like, opening you, the latch wouldn't open a door. It's just like someone installed a, like, a gate hen latch across a crack in a wall.
1: Okay, you made it sound like it was, like, an entrance to something. Like, I didn't
2: say it wasn't. I'm just saying what you're looking at just uh, appears to be kind of like the cement wall of the storage box with a crack down the center of it that someone has stuck and installed a, like, gate hinge on with a big lock.
1: Okay.
4: So is this some sort of shoddy DIY or is this more so secret entrance?
3: It's probably some sort of horrible monster on the other side of that. Probably dressed in a, uh, a Harley Quinn outfit, if I had to guess. So that's
2: actually fair. Uh,
3: raised a fair point. Two of you have never been in a green box before. Two of you are
2: veteran agents that have been in these types of situations before. Uh, yeah, green boxes are in theory helpful, but often just kind of strange in their own ways too. They are, after all, the dump zones for things that maybe they couldn't get out of the state for whatever reason or were too hot to transport. This had no idea what the hell to do with.
0: Look, let's just go in, see what we can find, and if we can't find
3: anything useful, we'll look more into this thing, Whatever the fuck happened here. Listen, if if you see anything, you know, strange or supernatural, do not touch it. Yeah, don't touch any fucking jesters in a box or
0: anything like that. Like the children's toy. Yeah,
3: and if a note... Listen, it's just... It's... They, they they stored it here for a reason. This is a this is a coffin that we're that we we're, we're grave robbing. It's not meant to be disturbed. Yeah,
0: and if there are notes specifically saying don't interact with something, you probably shouldn't. Gotcha.
1: One of you guys want to take point going in this thing?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll, t- I'll take the lead. Once you guys clear it, I'll come in.
1: Yeah, you you're still recovering. You stay back. I wanna look in the lock and see if it's easy to break off
3: or So you're going straight for the lock? Let's, uh, let's look through the boxes first.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Alright, so kind of you're moving around the room and you find some stuff. Uh most noteworthy of things is you find a cardboard box that's been taped shut. On kind of a little makeshift shelf you find a copy of the game Twister wrapped in just a ton of duct tape with a label slapped on it saying do not play under any circumstances. <laughs> You find a postcard addressed to one David Jackal Paulson with a message that reads, Wish you were here. The picture on the opposite side of the card is uh, greetings from Kansas across what looks like a field of some kind of grain. There are five unopened handles of a liquid of some kind The label Russia's uh, sorry Sputin's Private Reserve Premium Vodka, and they're all in plastic balls with plastic twist off tops. There is a million dollars in one dollar Monopoly money kind of neatly stacked and bundled and saran wrapped in one corner of the room. (laughs) And more importantly, you find a book labeled Special Munitions for All Situations and Two Roofing Tar Blowtorches. I will now be sharing with you now. Oh, buddy. So, if those not clear, roofing tar blow torches—they're not flamethrowers. These are things you can just buy at a Home Depot. They are completely no permit required. They're—they have a range of like a foot, maybe two, under extreme circumstances. And you use them to literally apply tar on roofs. They are designed to make localized blasts of intense heat. They're propane powered. They're not a flamethrower. Think of them more like a flame wand, almost, that you could like get close to and burn the hell out of it really quick. They're hot. They're a bit designed to really rapidly melt tar. like They burn blue and stuff like that, too. Again, not a flamethrower, but...
0: How would one modify it to be a flamethrower? You would need a totally different head to it, hypothetically,
2: but it's something you can attempt to do. Uh, So the ones that you found do have kind of the large, traditional-style propane tank to them. I would say that probably all of you, at least at some point in your life, probably come across... They make smaller propane tanks for kind of more complicated situations involving roofing and stuff. Like, they make kind of one or two gallon ones you can just kind of attach directly to it so you're not stuck lugging a tank around with you.
4: You know, given some time, I could probably
3: work a little bit more of an intense flame out of this. Yeah, you'd probably you'd probably just have to replace the valve and the head on this thing. Well, so
2: that's the thing, too. The, it's not so much, like, the, the fuel's part of the problem. Flamethrowers don't shoot propane. These do. Flamethrowers shoot a whole kind of specialized, horrible causticness. This thing will never be a full-on flamethrower. You can probably get like two feet, maybe three tops of some real solid heat, but like no matter what you do, it'll
3: never be a military-grade thing. All right, well, I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're hopefully not going into uh, to Vietnam.
0: All, all we really <laughs> need is like a
3: room-sized flamethrower, a room-range flamethrower. <laughs> so it, it was the Monopoly money, the Twister game that we're definitely going to play, the tape shut boxes.
4: Yep. I would like. Uh... I would like to investigate that uh, Rasputin's reserve.
3: All
2: right, cool. Do you want to open up one of the bottles?
3: <laughs> yes. I immediately tell you, do not drink that. I'm not going to drink it. I would even recommend opening it, okay. unless, unless touching it. Here's the thing: from what I remember,
4: is that you can take this in a rag, set it on fire. You got a makeshift Molotov cocktail. Listen, listen, listen. I'm just going to double check check in to see if it actually is vodka or if it's just bottles of beer pits
1: so real really, really quick we can go to any liquor store in the city and buy any bottle of alcohol with any proof and make Molotov cocktails but you want
3: to fuck with the spooky vodka it's right here yeah dude this is this is this is not a new york bodega like you're not you're not going to get like some off brand you know fruit punch that could have that could be filled with ghost ectoplasm, man. You got no idea what you're looking into. It's right here.
0: That's why I just want to check it out real quick. Look, um, Francis, they're new. Sometimes they need to make mistakes on their own, and if this isn't a mistake, or if it is, it'll be a learning lesson.
3: What's the matter?
1: I would like to point out that I reserve the right to put a bullet through your head to be turned into some sort of weird bug monster bullshit.
3: Yeah.
0: Also, I, I want you to know I didn't mean that in a condescending way. It could be completely fine, and just something that some previous agents dropped in here. But
3: <clears throat>
0: I'm going to stay waiting out here.
3: I'm just going to... Yeah, I think I'm going to go uh investigate the car real fast.
0: God, I'm just going to take a whiff of this.
3: All
4: right, so it's not even going to be that. You're going to open up one of the bottles?
1: I'm going to join the other guys before he does that. <laughs> We're all just standing outside.
2: All right, so you're opening the vodka.
1: I can hear Charlie smiling through his voice as he says,
4: <laughs> I kind of can, but Damien's already kind of like already in this mix. He's holding a bottle of vodka right now. He said this is a plastic
2: pop. Yeah, uh, this is the cheapest vodka you've ever seen, potentially.
4: Cool. Awesome. I open up this this Delta Green brand pop and just take a quick whiff.
2: Yeah, it's just incredibly cheap vodka. Like, this stuff is so cheap, it'll probably (laughs) eventually dissolve the plastic container it's in. But it's, as best you can tell, just normal vodka. Incredibly sterile, like, a -a buck-a-handle style vodka. Like, this is the type of shit
4: that um, college students would buy. Take a swig. Are you trying to goad (laughs) me into taking a swig of this vodka?
3: I mean, it's just normal vodka, dude. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs)
4: We're going to use this in conjunction with these tar, with these tar melters. If I'm going to drink some, if I'm going to be drinking vodka, I'm going to be drinking at least, at least Brita filtered shit vodka, but. <laughs> All right. Well, this, this is for business. Does agent Faustus drink? Oh yeah. Like if, if you're a Catholic, if you're a Catholic
0: priest, you've got a liquor cabinet Fair and enough. whatever. It, well, after that's been done, uh, Florence will go in and grab the book on munitions for sure. all types of situations and uh, just take it back to the car and crack it open.
2: Yeah. So uh, on the front page, uh, kind of the, I guess the front page, the reverse of the cover, it reads property of uh, Bobby Singer, and it's heavily notated throughout. Oh, there's a note underneath the signature that says, whoever finds this, don't hesitate to use it. Bobby Singer.
0: Yeah, she's going to start reading.
2: It'll probably take you some time to fully kind of comprehend what you're looking at, but as you kind of flip through this thing, just kind of scanning it, there are a lot of notes in here that are definitely aimed—maybe not exactly what Delta Green does, but would definitely be beneficial to agents in the field. And it's talking about some really specific bizarre ammunition types.
0: Yeah, she's gonna get like straight into like researcher mode, bust out her notepad, and start taking notes.
2: Yeah. Probably anything super. You still have to do like a home scene on this, probably, to kind of cross check some stuff. But yeah, no, it's definitely potentially a resource. Cool.
0: Good to know. Yeah. I was gonna ask if I should note the book down in my inventory.
3: Yeah, why not? Uh, Francis is gonna investigate some of the sealed boxes. You know, he's gonna like make sure nothing's leaking. He's gonna put his ear to it, make sure you know there's no ticking or like hissing. Yep. Uh, no obvious signs of that. I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lock eyes with everyone before I before I cut this thing open. You know, make sure nobody's got like some some sort of Spider-Man sense going off.
2: All right, cool. So you open up the first box. There's two of them.
3: Yeah, sure. Whichever whichever one is smaller.
2: Yeah, okay, that's actually perfect. So the smaller of the two boxes, it's about the size of like a shoe box or something. And you open it up, and it's just got a kind of slightly ornate metal tin of some kind, marked Dunwich Tea Company. Nice.
3: Oh, I opened that tin tea tea cup tea thing.
2: All right, so. What comes out at you is just this in, uh, addictive, almost. It's it's the richest smelling tea you've ever smelled in your life. It Definitely smells like black. No, it's probably green. No, it's definitely oolong tea. But yeah, it's it's the best damn tea you've ever smelled in your life. It's all loose leaf in there.
3: Is it just tea in there? Kind of like kind of poke at
2: it as far as you can tell. But I would say like the smell of this thing is strong. Like it, you can almost feel it like working its way around your face or something like that. Like it's just a strong. Pungent, wonderful odor to this tea.
3: I uh, I shut the tin and never look at it again. Fair enough. Uh, is there anything else in the box? So
2: there's another box, and you open that up, and it is full of thirteen bloody Lucha Libre
3: masks. Each one of them different. Jesus. Like like a lot of blood
2: probably like they were like facing someone with a baseball bat or something they're not like drenched in blood there's plenty of splatter it also depends from mask to mask like it's varying kind of degrees of it but each one of them definitely has blood of some kind
3: gotcha I'm just gonna shut that box yeah hey, uh, anybody want to poke through this uh this box of bloody masks pass what's so special about a
4: box of bloody masks
3: I don't know I don't really want to touch it do you want to do you wanna, like leaf through it to make sure there's nothing in here <laughs> You're asking the new guy to do something you don't want to do? I mean, I'm not ask I'm not suge- I'm not like forcing you to do it. I'm just asking if you you know if you're <laughs> if you're up to it. <laughs> I have a stick.
4: There's gotta be a stick somewhere around here.
3: Uh listen, I'll, I'll offer you the world's finest tea. I'm not a tea drinker, man. Picks me up. Come on, Florence, I, I know you're a tea drinker.
1: I enjoy a tea here and there, but I'm not fucking with any of this weird spooky tea, so I'm going to take a hard pass.
2: I mean, it's just tea, as best you can tell.
3: Yeah, the world's finest. Yeah. I mean, it's D- the Dunwich Tea Company, practically world famous for other reasons, but I mean, I'm sure they make great tea. I'll pass. Okay, I'm just going to dump out the box of bloody masks. Yeah. Just masks. <laughs> blood on them. <laughs> Nothing like... No spiders or nothing jump no, out. No, nothing
2: this. slithers out into a corner. I think it's just masks on the floor now.
3: Well, this is someone else's mess. Let's investigate that padlock. If someone, someone, <laughs> if someone else wants to, of course. I mean, I got some.
4: Hey, Handler, how many bottles did you, uh, did you say there were? Five.
3: Five bottles. So many bottles. <laughs> do they do they come with their customary brown paper bags? No, unfortunately, they do not. They're
2: handles. They're too big for brown paper bags. Oh,
4: <laughs> can I roll a search? So you're gonna check out the lock. Yeah, checking out the lock. Investigate it a little bit more.
2: All right. So as you get close, you kind of so you're trying to unlock it. Like, what are you trying to do exactly?
4: I'm gonna fiddle with it. All right. Just kind of like pick it up, inspect it,
2: see what kind of padlock is it. Yeah, it's it's not one you've seen. It's kind of weirdly ornate. But you're so you're holding the lock at this point, right? Give me a sand check.
3: Oh, goddammit. Investigate with your eyes first. (laughs) He really baited you with that. You're, like, fiddling with it, like... I love it. Success.
2: Alright, so you take no sand damage for that, but you do kind of from... Maybe it's the crack, maybe to the other side of the wall. You really can't tell. Like, the crack is obviously too deep and not deep enough to go to the other room next door kind of thing. But you do kind of hear vo- uh, maybe it's voices. Maybe it's something else. But it sounds like whispers coming out of the crack, and it's definitely coming from the crack itself. But either they're not speaking the language you understand, or it's not really voices. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna put my hand on my weapon while it's still holstered.
2: You can't hear them. Only Faustus can. He's the only one close enough to hear. Oh, okay.
1: It.
4: I kind of just drop the lock, drop the padlock, and just kind of lift my arms up i kind of I shouldn't have touched this. It's like, alright. This crack in the wall is tough. I'm just gonna back away. What do you mean like a like if you, the other side of the wall? Do you wanna try it out yourself? Because it's, it's, it's like whispering. There's something whispering from the back. That padlock is there for a
0: reason.
3: I uh, I go to the like I go to the the storage locker that's next. You know the the other the, essentially the other side of the the padlocked wall, and like put my ear up to the, uh, the 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 garage door or whatever kind of door it is. Yeah, silence. I'm sorry. When when you said coming from the crack, did you mean the other side of the wall? No, 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 no. The crack isn't deep enough to go to the other side of the wall.
4: But it is unfathomably nonetheless. I can hear something trying to whisper at me. I ain't mess with that.
3: I, I take a look at the lock, you know, from from a, from a like a like a sand yeah, safe it's distance. Just kind
4: of a, a, a um, glare <laughs> at it, if you will.
3: <laughs> sand safe. Is this a, <laughs> is this is this lock like a normal lock? Like, is there anything weird about it? Um,
2: it's no, it's just kind of needless to ornate. Is maybe the way I'm saying it's oversized for the situation it's in. Like, it's obviously intended for a much bigger kind of door of some kind. It's a little bit older kind of looking. It's just got a big keyhole on the front, but you could probably override it if you wanted to.
3: It's very, very tempting.
2: You feel confident you could break it with like a brick or something like that, probably?
3: Oh, man, it's even more tempting now. I don't even have to go that far. Are there bricks around? Yeah, probably. Look at this guy. He's baiting me, dude. (laughs) <laughs> hey uh you should you should try throwing some of that tea into that crack see where it goes i uh, i hand you the tea the tea tin try it. that was your idea man you are
4: increasingly paranoid for something that seems super benign i'm sorry super
3: benign aren't you the one who heard voices
4: no i know but like this he or whatever have you i grab a pinch of it and I just throw it into the crack Kind of hits the
2: wall and slides down. Maybe tumbles a little bit. Uh, something nefarious happens.
3: Well, I guess you are gonna have to break off the lock next. I mean, there's no other. There's no other options really. Why do we need to break off the lock?
4: I thought we were in here to find some munitions, and I found we found ourselves a little bit of a tar burner, and uh, I bottled some shit vodka.
3: We'd be doing a disservice to the the next people who come here. I thought we're not supposed to touch anything. I mean. It's more of a guideline, really. I turn to Florence.
4: Is this like senior agent wisdom, or is this more so being hazed?
0: Uh, I'm sorry. I was reading. What's the question? Never mind. I put the tea can down. Or
4: the, the tea canister down. I start packing my backpack full of the uh reserve.
3: Okay.
4: Go ahead and fuck with the crack all you want. I'm going to start packing up. I think I got all the stuff I need here.
3: Yeah, it's not worth it. I mean, there's probably nothing back back there. That's exciting. Sandler, the crack in the wall is literally just a crack in the wall, right?
4: There's no, like, indication of...
2: Yeah, no, as far as you can tell, it's just kind of like a structural crack like you'd see in cement. It's, it's a normal crack as far as you can tell.
3: I mean, maybe you you should get a little closer to the crack and really, like, you know, peer into it. Nope, just packing away my vodka. All right, I'm going to peer
2: into the crack. All right, give me a sand check. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I failed. All right, so it's just 1d4 sand damage, and what you're looking into, like, now that you're looking, like, close up to it, it is impossibly deep. Like, it goes... It's like looking to the Grand Canyon, but just in this small wall kind of thing. It goes forever as far as you can tell. You can't see a bottom. It just goes and goes and goes into the wall. But if you step back, it kind of goes back to looking like a normal crack. Huh. Echo. Nothing. Enough sound. But you do also kind of hear the whispers that Faustus heard coming out of it.
3: Huh. What do they sound like?
2: Again, it's. Maybe it's a language, but you definitely don't speak it. and Maybe it's just not voices. Maybe it's wind or something. It sounds like something's trying to talk to you, but it's completely incomprehensible.
3: Gotcha. Well, I guess we can go home, or to the to the the gate back to the gated community, or to the 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 waterfront, Parkview. Parkview, thank you. Yep. We have a we have a suburban Karen's data ruin. Well I think Park Park the uh the, the homeless ghost town yeah. with the full of bugs, I believe, as as someone said. Never mind.
2: That's a strong hypothesis. It's, it's it's more believe it's
3: just full of buzzing. I mean full of buzzing, full of bugs, I mean I mean it's a, it's a strong hypothesis.
0: Do you guys want to go talk to the Karen? No,
3: no, we should we should come back after we've done some more investigation. We strongly believe that she is behind the the bugs, right? All right. It's like our inclinations.
0: Um maybe. It, it, she's really the only obvious person to have caused the issue. Would it be too conspicuous
4: for us to stop by a military service store to pick up either hazmat suit in terms of a makeshift beekeeping outfit or Would it be a better idea to go ahead and do that?
2: Hazmat suits not gonna really help against the bugs. Like, those things are designed to be hazmat suits, not, like, physical barriers. They rip all the time.
4: Is it like a beekeeping surplus store?
2: (laughs) Feels a tad specialized, but what do I know?
4: Well, if anything else, outdoor surplus store would probably be a good idea, and having some sort of outside barrier, duct tape to roll up our duct tape kind of roll up our, not roll up, but duct tape to kind of seal off our pant legs and long sleeves, or
0: anything that has a long sleeve, really. It's going to go for the the back of your neck. Bugs. That's their uh, that's their go-to target from what I could tell. They like to get in and get their beak down into your spinal cord.
4: So one of those little bucket hats with the little mesh liner that goes all the way down, right?
0: Just tuck that underneath my shirt? It'll probably go through. The beak that it has is super sharp. Bullshit.
2: That's an important thing to bring up, too. Like Everyone else except Faustus at this point has seen kind of weird. Like Faustus has only seen the lab that got kinda partially destroyed by the fire. Like he He hasn't actually seen anything all that strange yet. Like He's kind of taking you all at face value.
0: I think our best bet is to probably go by um maybe rip out some of the uh the padding in our Kevlar. Use some duct tape. Cover all of our vitals with it. Y'all have Kevlar? You You don't don't
1: have Kevlar?
4: I didn't think to bring it. (laughs) right, I need to grab myself something to protect myself with.
2: He's a priest, he would just say have Kevlar, accessible.
4: What's,
0: um, what state are we in? Uh, Chicago, Illinois. What are the laws on getting body armor in Illinois?
1: You can buy civilian body armor. Like, usually you can find stuff that's, like,
3: um in 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 Illinois. Um I know it's legal to buy it like gun gun shows and stuff. And also we're like, you know, like thirty minutes from or Wisconsin, where it's definitely legal. Yeah, you
2: can definitely buy it here too. It's as long as it's a face to face transaction. <laughs> no background ID required.
0: And give you money to go buy some.
3: That works for me. Yeah, I mean if that's what you want to do, yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to go do that, if, if Florence, if you want to go, or if uh, someone wants to go buy that while we're investigating the Park View.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. I don't want to be seen on camera buying body armor <laughs> in Illinois.
3: That's right. That's right. You just, you just, uh, you just pay money for us to go do it for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm the bank.
3: Does anyone have any of the kind of
0: side connections?
4: I mean, it is Chicago, old murder capital of the world. Someone someone on the street's got to have Kevlar.
3: Yeah, let me make a couple phone calls. Yeah, I, can, I, mean, I can try to make a criminology check if you want. Yeah,
2: that's probably the better call.
3: Do, do you want me to go and make that check? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I, do, I don't know anybody in Chicago, sorry. Uh, I'll
1: go ahead and, well, yeah, I'll do mine as well then. Sure. I rolled 23 and... No defense, I failed. The CIA had kind
2: of the list of, like, off-the-books doctors, but you wouldn't necessarily have, like, a list of people to buy stuff in the Continental U.S., like, equipment-wise. Makes sense. You are a CIA kind of thing, and well, Francis could maybe recognize maybe someone could sell that stuff, but, yeah, you're gonna have to go to a legit place. Because, again, like, buying this stuff is not inherently suspicious. It's a little bit suspicious, but, like, remember, bulletproof vests were invented by a pizza delivery guy.
3: Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately the closest guy I know is in uh, Detroit. So, uh, unless you want to make the drive.
0: Well, I mean, they do also sell regular, like, neck armor. I'm not sure if it's Kevlar. Like a choker? Uh, No, something the. That...
1: You could get some of those, like, fireman jackets, almost. Those tend to have pretty strong material around the... Uh... And just kind of model yourself something. You can also just buy a
2: bulletproof vest. I'm not saying you can't do that. That's a thing you could definitely go no. do. Like it's, yeah. I, I wasn't kidding. It was invented by pizza delivery guys. Like people just own bulletproof vests because they're concerned.
1: Yeah, it's the, there's no. I don't think there's any real background checks to no. like buy a uh, bulletproof vest. Some states have specific
2: them. rules about like mailing them to them, but most states don't care if you own them. It's just kind of a thing you can own.
1: Yeah,
4: oh, I will. Time to stop by and grab one. Yeah, so that's
2: going to take some time. It was kind of morning while you were doing all this stuff. We're going to kind of move to afternoon. You do successfully find a place that does that. Like Probably one of the like, more adequate kind of firearm or firearm catering stores has that. I'm not going to make us play through that. It's easy enough to track down via the internet or something. Just a quick search of where to buy bulletproof vests gets you that. Is everyone still together? Is Francis? Uh, sorry, not Francis. Has Florence gone back to the hotel room or is she still with the rest of the group?
0: Uh, I think she's staying with the rest of the All group right. for now. Uh, while we're out shopping, we should stop by um, a hardware store and get some more of those tarring canister things.
2: Yeah. You do have two of the torches to the record. I did say that earlier, but you got two Yeah,
0: ones. we should get one for each of us.
2: Alright, so do you now have four of them? Or yeah. extra cartridges for the two you have? Yeah, again, remember the cartridges are like a full propane tank, so it's not like you're going to run out in a rapid manner. All right, sounds good. So we're at the kind of the turnoff for the peak. You can kind of go. You can go check out the park view area. You can go check out the peak. What's the plan?
3: Yeah, we should go to the park view area first. I think. All right. Unless unless anyone really really wants to go to the other area first. No, well, sounds good to me.
2: Yeah, so based on kind of what you've been told about the location, it's like, again, I did a bad job of explaining this previously, but you've got like a pretty wide, again, like it's not a small kind of lip on this thing. You've got kind of a pretty subs- a sizable kind of ledge, ledge against the wrong word, like it's an expanse where it then drops down to the park. You could easily drive the car onto it if that wouldn't be suspicious as all hell. But yeah, you, can, you kind of make your way around. There's not a lot of stuff in the way. It's just kind of grass. It makes sense that a homeless camp would set up here. Um, yeah, you, you make your way around it for a little while. Probably takes about 10, 15 minutes to walk around it. Again, the, the the peak is big, as is this kind of thing. So eventually you kind of come across, like give or take like center of this overlook type of thing. It's a kind of, it's almost like a cement or stone of some kind structure built right into the cliff face that you're kind of, the peak is on top of. And this is kind of like, we'll say like, 20, 30 foot tall rock face or kind of earth face, and then the thing you're on, which is much bigger than that. And it it looks mad, man. It's not like unnatural or weird. It's just like an older style, like access point to something or for some bygone period.
4: And there, can I roll a demolitions to prepare two of those uh, makeshift molot- Molotovs?
2: Yeah, let's see that. Now, they are in plastic bottles. So, what is your demolitions, I guess, too?
4: 40. You can
2: just make that. That's fine. Yeah, that's awesome. Tearing, uh, tearing fabric and getting that rigged up is totally within your skill set. But Francis raises a good point. They are in plastic
4: bottles. If it's a homeless camp, I will be able to find a, a glass bottle somewhere.
2: There's not a lot of homeless camp around you. Like, it would make a lot of sense for this to be where the camp is. Like, there's signs people used to be here, but they really have cleared out hard. Like you can see patches of dead grass where they would have been previously in this kind of place that won't grow back anytime soon, but there mm. is no one here.
3: I mean, what are you, are you saying? They cleaned up after themselves? Come so on. Maybe the park service
2: came through again. They haven't been here in a little while though either. Gotcha. Um, if you want to spend some time searching around for plastic or glass bottles, you can, but it'll take some time.
3: I mean, also, I mean, it, it's probably not unreasonable to think that if we were spending some time buying a. a a, oh god a bulletproof vest he he already had the idea to turn into yeah. molotovs and he would have picked up some glass bottles on the way here
2: that's fair yeah i'll give you that <laughs>
4: okay so yeah big shift molotov um i would imagine someone would always be watching the rear to make sure that we do not have any kind of surprise little bugs snapping on our spines
3: yeah florence you uh you okay with holding up the rear I'd like to hold up the middle, if that's okay. <laughs> I'll cover the rear. That's fine. Gotcha, I'll take I'll take point then. Now, um, is this large park area, are there any is are there any structures or is it like all park? Uh,
2: down in the actual park area, there's some structures you can see, but where you're at, no. It's just, this is just kind of a weird chunk of land that wouldn't make sense to put something on because it's kind of at the edge of a cliff and people could fall off easily. It's but it's there because it's a natural formation.
3: Gotcha. Are there are there a lot of people around, like, or is this place just empty?
2: Not where you are. Again, like you're kind of like on this middle tier between the peak, which is the nice upper area where they've actually built the housing complex, and there's this kind of like overlook area. It's not enough. Like, I keep using the wrong phrase for it. It's more just kind of like a landing of sorts, but it's big enough that you could have a full camp. Like it's easily kind of like eighty, ninety feet deep from the kind of the rock face, to the next edge. And then it drops down. Some and then there's the rest of the park. There's nowhere where you're at
3: specifically, though. Gotcha. Now I, I'm I'm sorry. I know you, I know you've explained this, but the the gated off community, the park, or the peak, excuse me. That's like next door, right? Or is that like is that that's like next door, right? I think
2: of it' more like stacked. I guess so. Like
3: um. Okay. Okay. So like up above, up on the top.
2: Yeah, on the top you have the community. On this kind of whittle kind of weird middle tier, you have. This access point into the cliff and this kind of landing of sorts, and then you have kind of below that, down a distance, the actual park. Hence the phrase park view. It look out it looks out over the park. Thank you. And hence the phrase peak, it's on top of everything.
4: Using military science, would I be able to find out or kind of see like what would have been the most populated area depending on like what traffic or like dead grass or dead vegetation?
2: um the answer is kind of all around you like again mm, this okay. it, it, is a there's no practical use for this so it kind of makes sense that whatever it's protected from the elements on one side like the wind's not going to whip through from certain angles i guess like it's yeah it, it, it's no one's coming here to clean it up because there was homeless people there but also no one's coming here kind of now that it's empty to not clean it up like it's just it's a, a We've all seen this where it's it's a weird chunk of land where it's like, oh, you could totally put something there if it wasn't a terrible idea that stuff winds up there because it just kind of collects there eventually. Gotcha.
4: So, Dr. Florence, um, you said there the kind of what you saw was a wasp or wasp-like? It's a big mosquito. Big mosquito. Okay. So if it's kind of a large mosquito, would it be too far from uh or would we would we start looking more so towards any kind of standing water?
0: See if they have like a breeding grounds or to see like the higher chance of where they would be? Oh, I'm not a I don't study insects. But maybe i think we should find a dark area where they can hide especially if they say that they hear buzzing at night that would mean that they probably want to stay away from the sunlight maybe off the one of these cliff faces or some sort of crevice within
4: the cliff si- not the cliff side but like the hillside possibly
3: yeah i also think uh any sort of structures might be a good idea to, to investigate
4: Any kind of outcroppings or anything else like that uh do we need to roll a search to look around to see if we find something that matches that description in the in the landscape
2: what are you looking for exactly with that just kind of like someplace stuff might be stashed or i guess what's the intent of trying to find these
4: i guess like dark pockets um and whatnot because this is on an incline correct this is like we're
3: kind of lower yeah i thought it was like like cliff plateaus
2: well, you've got yeah, this kind of yeah. weird stone brick structure thing built into the hill in front of you, or the kind of the gradient in front of you. The rest of it's probably some holes that something might hole up in, but nothing super obvious, I guess. Um, nothing something could like hole up in.
0: Let's check out the concrete structure.
3: Uh, I, I think we should do like a sort of like a sweep of the uh, sort of the ground before we investigate any structure, just to see if there's any like. Uh... You with know, the more populated areas right see if we can find these signs of these bugs or any sort of uh like an underground
0: nest yeah. or one of them just dead
3: or their wing or something, yeah, okay, and then, then we then, then we can take a look at the structures before we move into that.
2: So wanna look around some see what you can find
3: yeah, yeah, we'll just do a broad sweep of the outside areas on the the middle the middle plateau, and maybe also uh if we if we can like find a good spot to take a look down at the park as well, yeah. Vantage point, or whatever you want to
2: call it. Yeah, no, and I'll even give you this one because there's nothing there. Yeah, you find more proof that the homeless camp definitely was here at one point. Maybe you find some like broken glass or something along those lines, but nothing of what you're looking for. Just kind of more proof that yeah, people did at one point kind of camp out here. Yeah, it's not like this isn't a mountain. It's not a bunch of like rocky outcroppings for stuff to stash up, and it's just kind of a cut side of a hill that drops off. Up the view over the park is quite nice. yeah, it looks kind of over into the main parts of the park. You get why this is probably the nicest of the three homeless camps you've heard of, typically. It's actually got a view. You're going to go into the
3: structure? Uh, yeah, if, the, if there was nothing on the grounds, like nothing super obvious stuck out. Nothing, when, we, when we like to yeah, the Nothing sweep.
2: suspicious, just kind of normal city trash. Yeah, I, nothing super weird. So it is dark inside. There's no obvious lighting. There's no kind of windows or anything like that. Is that what, I'm assuming people have flashlights with them.
3: Oh yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Or into the
0: heavy flashlight. Yeah.
2: All right, so you step inside. And there is a bit of a smell to it. it; kind of smells of old, dead air. At least at first, it's you're not quite sure what the room was intended to be, but it does appear to be kind of like a industrial access point. You see kind of some signs that this was this isn't unnatural. It was put here by the city of Chicago. It's probably an access point to something underground of some kind, maybe a subway tunnel or a septic or a sewer system or something like that. You can't quite tell just by looking around the room. It is dark, but like, there's absolutely no windows. There's signs that something used to be here, but it's been long removed. Like There's just some discoloration on the floor of where some stuff used to be. Maybe a little bit of water damage. Maybe some pools of water on the floor. But mostly it extends back quite a ways into the hill. Like It goes back easily, I don't know, like 100, 200 feet, and then kind of ends with a heavy metal reinforced door. Gotcha. But as you kind of scan your flashlight across that side of the wall, there, the door has some like holes in it, it's like it's almost like a grating of some kind, like a, maybe a cage door is the right way of thinking of it.
3: And um, just to just to clarify, this building is on the, the the middle plat, the middle sort of platform, right? The middle plateau or whatever. Yeah, this
2: is where you kind of stepped into it.
3: Gotcha. Um, oh. Before before we step into the the belly of the beast here.
2: And, that's what, and I'm sorry, that's what you're seeing from you kind of stepping inside. There's probably some more stuff once you actually do a more detailed search to uncover. Or maybe there isn't.
3: Gotcha. source we're still at the entrance, yeah. is what you're saying? Let's take a minute to
0: just listen see if we can hear anything going on in there.
2: Yeah, give me an alertness check.
0: 41 out of 51 success.
2: Yeah, so you hear very far off. Maybe it's rushing water. Maybe it's not. You can't quite tell. Uh, the stuff with the drip of water and stuff like that. And maybe there's a shuffle, but you can't quite. Again, like it's far away is, or very faint. You can't quite
0: tell which. There's water. Maybe someone in there.
3: Gosh, gotcha. This is probably an entrance to like a sewer or like water uh, tunnels. Whatever the fuck they're called.
4: Is there. If it's a city installation or anything else like that. There should be signage, or at least um, uh, evidence of signage of what this is or something along the lines of that. That's a good point. Is there any sort of signage like
2: that? Yeah, that sounds like a search. I'll give you a plus sure. 20 for that because you got the flashlights with you.
3: Were you, th- were you thinking we were going to go in here without flashlights? No, but...
4: <laughs> is that a search from everybody or...
3: Let's see the first search.
4: Right on the market, 40.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so about halfway into the room, you find kind of a large, um, not a plaque, but kind of like an embossed thing in the floor that's kind of taken some damage over time. But around it does say um, City of Chicago, sanitation and water.
4: So we looks like we're in a runoff drain or some sort of access for the city's, or the
0: city's sanitation department. This whole place is infested, and we're not going to be able to take this on on our own.
1: Yeah. And if this is going into a enclosed space, this is just asking for trouble.
3: Yeah, we if, if we if we if we do end up going in here, we definitely should get some like a map.
0: That's a great idea.
4: If this is for the city sanitation department and there's not really a body of water inside the lake, could this be then something that's more so for the housing that's gonna be up uh or up on the hill
3: it's way too old
4: way too old okay
3: well how old how old do you so the so the the, the peak or the yeah the peak is like uh it's pretty new right yes yeah, it's, it's
2: new development this is old this is like 20s at the earliest chicago style stuff like this you can tell this by looking at it. it's been there for a while they don't build stuff like this this way anymore
3: gotcha and now is the is the peak um so is this like a the peak like a like a mountaintop exclusively, or does it does it roll off on the back end like real slow on the other end?
2: All right, it extends kind of from where you're at towards the street, I guess. Like it's from the peak, it doesn't feel like a mountain. When you're looking up at it, it looks like you're mountain-ish. Again, this is all inside the city of Chicago. It's not like Everest is just sticking out of the city, I guess.
3: What what I mean is like you know you know how in uh like uh. Oh, oh, I get what you're God, saying,
2: yeah, God. kind of like, this, if, if you're looking at it from the side at the entrance, does it go up, or does it kind of just go flat? There's probably a slight incline to it, but yeah, this probably just goes straight back where you're at.
3: Gotcha.
0: Is there any evidence of somebody being here recently? Uh, like, any of the dust that might be on the, the steps, or the ground, uh disturbed, or anything like that?
2: What's your search? 44? Uh, yeah, you would... You're not sure how old they are, but you definitely see kind of like drag marks in the dirt a little bit. Like that does seem a tad strange, or maybe it's like shuffle marks or something.
3: Uh, are there any weird smells? Like you know, outside of it being a sewer and a homeless not where camp? you're
2: standing as of it just kind of smells damp and a little bit wet and stale air.
3: Gotcha. So in this, uh, in this like this area we're in, uh, there was something on, like you said, something on the like embossed on the floor. And, uh, and the
2: kind of the half that you've wandered into so far, it's just kind of an old stone space.
3: Gotcha. Now, um, if I like, you know, is it just is this just a hallway, or is this like a maybe like other 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 like I don't know what do you want to say like hallways or doors, or is it just that door just in the back, the the and back. This in thing?
0: So, this seems like a perfect place for urban explorers to go to, and look around you guys want me to look up on my phone and see if anyone's been here before got any accounts
3: sure see if anybody's gotten a little deeper into this place see if yeah you know know how they love taking pictures
0: yeah exactly uh so yeah florence will bust out her phone and uh look up uh parkview chicago and uh urban exploring and see if anyone's let's see that search search I use computer science.
2: Yeah, I use computer science. It's
0: only a little better. Eleven nice. critical.
2: Nice. nice. So nothing. So this is what you're gonna get for the critical. Nothing recent for this. But yeah, no, your instinct was right. People have definitely I've explored back the space quite a few times, and at least the photos you're finding, it's just kind of an old tunnel. It does eventually extend all the way to the sewer, but uh, it's a, uh, for the most part like the. Usually, kind of a half mile before it actually connects to the current sewer. It's just kind of a long cement set of trenches. Once you get past that door, Uh, you do find some notes saying that the door is relatively easy to pop off its hinges.
0: Oh, perfect.
3: Why? Why? Florence is searching up for this. Does Does she find any sort of like, you know, outdated like blueprints for the this area of like sewers or anything like that? Because I know that stuff is generally public after so many years
2: you find some kind of hand sketch maps but not necessarily anything that's necessarily planning that's probably a problem like from a homeland security standpoint to have a map of the underground system of the city readily accessible
3: i mean you can find that stuff you can yeah i mean especially if this area is you know as old as the 1920s there's almost certainly at least you know i mean i'm not gonna
0: yeah i think a hand-drawn map is probably fine anyways um but that's what i found, so, so should we continue?
4: So I think, if anything else, if there's a door up there, we want to make sure that nothing's coming in or out. Should we secure that door? Make sure that that's not something that's going to be uh, a worry? Or Once we're, we're done. You mean like a quick weld? <laughs> With our tools? Uh, n- maybe a zip tie. Or maybe just kind of like making sure it's like, hey,
0: what kind of entrance or what kind of stuff is there? It should be something we do once we're done. Once we've dealt with the issue.
3: Gotcha. Are you are you suggesting going in there right now?
0: Not necessarily. I think that we should still talk to the the woman at um her
3: high and mighty community up there i uh, I do think we should take we should poke around this door just a little bit, you know if we see anything weird, we turn around immediately yeah. and plan some more, but we should definitely do some scouting
0: and before we actually delve deep into this, we kind of want to rig up something that's gonna protect the back of our necks from those
1: things. Do we have anything on us right now to rig that up right now? like I don't I mean, think we have anything on us right now, do we right pick up something just no. like, yeah. Some of us got some Kevlar Vesta stuff. Oh wait, we did stop by the store earlier before we got there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we should be semi-okay.
0: Let's give it a look.
1: Alright.
4: I would say just be ready to run whenever. Whenever.
0: You will all outrun me, so I'll wait back here. I'll make sure that uh, any prying eyes that might show up don't come look at you snooping.
3: Sounds like a good idea. Alright, um. Faust? Foxtrot? Are you ready? Sure. Let's do this.